are listening to the Be Fit and Me podcast with your co-host Lena and your co-host Amber. Be Fit and Me is a podcast dedicated to women and men, okay, who want the best out of life. Our goal is to create a community where we can share our struggles, victories, and experiences to encourage not only ourselves, but you and to inspire each other. We're not experts, doctors, or psychologists, but hope you'll follow us on this insane journey as we strive to have it all. Let's go. Hello and happy 2019. Welcome back to another Be Fit and Me podcast episode with your co-host Amber. And I am Lena. And yes, we are back. I am sick. I'm sorry that I sound a little strange. Or maybe I don't sound that strange. Maybe you sound sexy. Oh, I don't know if that's sexy. (laughs) So now that we're back and recording and life's kind of back to normal, I'd Mm. say normal. How was your time off? We had, well, you had some time off from work. We had some time off from recording. What did you end up doing? So, I didn't want to say his name. Oh, so what did you and your dude do for Christmas and the New Year? Well, my dude and I, we stayed home. It was actually really nice. I mean, he worked for like a couple of hours, but didn't have to work on Christmas. I didn't have to work on Christmas. And so, we ended up just staying home. I cooked a nice Big fat juicy ham and had some mashed potatoes and a salad. And, uh, we, oh, we watched Love Actually. Oh, you've never seen it. It's one of my favorite movies. No, it's one of my favorite movies. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and he really liked it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I don't know if he'd want me to say that, admit that, but yeah. (laughs) It's a great movie. That in the holiday. Yeah, it exceeded his expectations, at least. Let's oh, that's say nice that. That's well, mine was we took a road trip to Phoenix, and we didn't do, I guess, your standard traditional Christmas holiday travel, I guess. Or I guess in my eyes and my partner's eyes, we did. We just like to do what we wanted to do. So we spent some time in Phoenix, um, we went to Palm Springs. We went out to eat. We just explored. However, I got cold. I got, I'm sorry, I got a cold. <laughs> so we couldn't go and hike and do um, the outdoor things we wanted to do. It was a little too cold um, in Arizona. So we just hung out and just spent time together, which was really nice. And so. And before Christmas, actually, I should mention, I did something kind of fun that I hadn't done before for my friend's birthday. She's a Christmas Eve baby. And unfortunately, I hardly get to spend any birthday with her because I'm usually traveling for Christmas. So I think this is the second time I've been around to like celebrate her birthday with her. And we did a um, Malibu wine safari. Oh, I, yeah, I saw that. I yeah, saw yeah. So it was a lot of fun. You just get in like an open air truck and um, drive through the reserve. It's one family that owns the entire property. And um, you drink wine and like look at animals and you get to feed them. How and was the, um, because that's where the fire was. What did you see? Any yeah, the, no. Oh. So driving, when we were driving into Malibu mm-hmm. and going over, I think it's Canaan something okay. and or, or Cayman. And um, you can tell that it's just 
black. Burnt. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're just like, it, it's a little eerie, you know, mm-hmm. and you realize the damage. Well, they were worried that the animals were going to have to be evacuated. Well, they did. Yeah. Oh, they did evacuate okay. the animals. Oh, I did. Yeah. That. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And then, yeah. And then brought them back. So, um, so yeah, we definitely, you could still see some of the, the damage that was done by the fires. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like I said, you get to do wine tastings. The tour guides were like really funny and witty, like these, you know, 20 something year old, you know, guys. Inspiring actors. Yeah, actresses. probably. And, um, and so all of the animals have really cute names. So they had, um, they had the, um, Michelle and Barack Olama for the llamas. <laughs> and then they had, um, what was, there was one for Justin Bieber, but, but anyway, all the animals had like really cute names. And so, and then they have, of course, Stanley, the giraffe. Mm. And, um, but yeah, we got to feed a zebra. We got to feed the, a giraffe. Oh, that's fine. And, um, yeah, so it was a good time. Yeah, and that's unfortunate to have it on that day. I mean, I guess if you're Jewish, it would have been fine. You're, it's fine, and if you don't celebrate Christmas, it was Christmas but, Eve. Yeah, so, still, yeah. My yeah. friend's birthday actually on Christmas yeah, Day, and so it's always been hard to celebrate her birthday. But somehow we always found a way. You just do what you got to well, do. Well, she usually does, yeah. and because I mean, she grew up here, so she has friends here, so they're home and oh, they're here, so it. she's okay. able to do things. I just can't usually join because I was going home to see, yeah. My you're family start your or tradition traveling. because now yeah. you and your husband will be here and you can go hang exactly. out with her. Unless you go to Hawaii or some tropical place for Christmas <laughs> at some point in the future. So what did you do for um, New Year's? New Year's. Drum roll. New Year's Eve. No, New Year. New, New Year's Eve. Eve. No, is it New Year's Eve or New Year? No, it's Happy New Year. But it's, New, it's Year's New Year's Eve. Eve. Okay, got it. So, you know, surprise, surprise, we also stayed home. And, um, cause I've found that in LA, it's not really a go out place for New Year's. I think a lot of people, first of all, a lot of people travel cause there are a lot of transplants here. So it's a little bit more quiet generally. And then for those who are here, it's, you know, maybe you go to a house party or people will have you over, but if you're not doing that, I'd rather just stay home and be out of the fray. So we had the option to go to, you know, someone's house, they were having something, but it was also like a pretty cold night mm-hmm. by LA standards. And so we just were like, why don't we just bundle up in our robes, turn up the heat, eat some food, <laughs> watch a movie and chill. So that's what we ended up doing for the new year's. Oh, and we, we did though, you know, pop some champagne and had a toast course and a kiss yes of course and a kiss and from the view from our um, building we can actually see the fireworks across the city so we could you know see some of the fireworks happening in like hollywood and you know down towards santa monica and yeah wow it's nice i missed a lot well we were supposed to go to canada for our new year's we're going to go to montreal quebec and just visit um some of some family, but on Christmas Eve, we decided to postpone that trip for reasons due to family. And we just thought it was smart that we just postpone it. And lucky enough for me, I booked through a third party that 
I could cancel the hotel and get a refund up until the 28th, which was really nice. And then we didn't have to worry about the plane tickets. So everything was refundable and I didn't really have to stress about that. So that was a good thing. And we'll, we'll go back. It just sucks because I wanted to go to the ice hotel mm. and the ice hotel in Quebec city is only around for three months a year mm. and it will be torn down, demolished March 3rd, I believe. So, so it's a hotel made out of ice. Yeah. They construct it every year. And it's just wow. nice. I think there's another People one. People stay there? You can stay there if you want. But I just wanted to do the day tour and you can go down an ice slide. You oh, can that's take fun. a tour of the rooms. There's different sizes of rooms. But there's also... Do they have furniture in the room or is everything made out of ice? You're sleeping in a sleeping bag. It's literally an ice room. Wow. But there's an option. So if you don't want to stay the night and you can't handle it, they do have a separate hotel where you go to. And it's a standard hotel. Mm-hmm. So there are those two questions. We just, I had no desire to actually stay there. So right. I just wanted to do the day tour and just look at it and go to the bar. And have oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. And I think the other one that it's an ice castle or ice hotels in Iceland. Mm. So there's one there as well. You know, like I said in the previous podcast and in my life, I'm letting things go. And <laughs> for a moment there, I was kind of pouting, but I feel it was the right decision and we'll just wait for a later date. And if I don't, if I don't go to the ice cat, you know, ice hotel this year, then I can always yeah, go no. in the next yeah. year or the years after. And then new year's Eve, what we decided to do, we actually ended up going out <laughs> and that's how we spent our new year's got home. Yeah. I saw some pictures a little after one thirty. Where did you go? How did you decide like where you ended up going? Oh, out? Sloan's friend was having um, something, and I'll share a little bit about what we did because it's part of my me moment. So I'll share that later. But we ended up going to Nightingale Club. And where is, what part of? I think LA? it's in Beverly Hills. Okay. Yeah. It's right next to the the Sofitel. Okay. Yeah. The Beverly Center. Mm-hmm. Beverly Center right yeah. there. So yeah, that's what we ended up doing. Um, and then had our little toast together. Like we, we actually went there last year too. That's what we did. So it's the second year in a row. And... Yeah, that's how we started off our New Year's and came home. And then the next day, what I actually do every year, I started a tradition four years ago. And I would try to get a book read by the first. So I would either start on the 31st and read it that whole night and have it done by the first, or I'd give myself until the first. So I would finish a complete book. I would fully complete a book within like that 24-hour period. Mm -hmm. So I started that four years ago. And this year... Because we were out and last year we were out, I didn't quite do it on New Year's (laughs) Eve. I didn't finish and complete it, the book. But um, this time I completed it around the third. And I actually ordered two books this year. So yeah, so it was a tradition. What are the books? I um, started. Oh, the books. The books this year, The Code of the Extraordinary Mind. And then the second book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Mm I read that one. So those are the two books that I... And obviously, I didn't read both of them. I chose The the Code of the Extraordinary Mind. I read that one. And then the other one I'm going to... I'm kind of getting into it now. And then when I started this, the first book, The Alchemist. I don't know if you've ever read that one. But I actually started reading that again during Christmas break just to get a refresher. And that was my first year when I started this. And then this second year, I read the narrative of Frederick Douglass, his autobiography. Mm. I read that, I think going into New Year's, I celebrated Happy New Year's by myself reading that book. (laughs) 
That sounds uplifting. Going, going into 2018, I, no, going into 2017, I believe. And then last year, I purchased the book Love and Respect. And I recommend that book for all anyone in a relationship, whether you've been in a relationship for a year, 10 years, 20 years. Who's the author? It's a great book. I would have to look that okay. up and give it to you. But um, you can find all these books on Amazon. It's where I purchased them. But the love and respect one is a great one. And that's because Sloan and I were getting back together or starting our friendship off last year. We decided to get that. It was recommended to us by a couple people, actually. So we just work on that together. And it's something you can do continuously. It doesn't have to be just for that year. So, Yeah, Michelle Obama's book, Becoming, is on my list. So I'm going to have to... I heard that get that amazing. one. Yeah. I know, and give it a read. We actually, um, they had televised like she's doing her book tour, and mm-hmm. so it was one of the I saw her interviews. At the, I think it was the Library of Congress, and um, and so she was talking a bit about you know some of the stories and you know just talking about what it means to be a I think you know a powerful and successful woman in your own right, and the sacrifices that she kind of had to make along the way and you know the assumptions that are made about her and she's like oh no 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 don't like don't get it twisted like I had (laughs) a career before I became a first lady like me being in the role of first lady my career helped prepare me yeah for now you know so or for the time I wish it was now (laughs) for the time that you know um President Obama was in office and so uh so yeah um, it was interesting, you know, hearing some of the stories and uh, hearing her perspective. And, you know, we were talking and just saying that I think it's an important read. I, I think they should have it as a mandatory read for any like high school kid. It's modern times. We don't need to be learning about. Well, I'm sure they've changed it since I've been in high school, but a lot of the stuff we learned. But I think it speaks strongly to young women about what it means to be a woman, and then also for men to have a different perspective about the Mm male-female dynamic and relationship. So, um, so I do think you know it would be a great recommended read in schools for sure. Yeah, I. Uh-oh. Excuse me. <laughs> I need to read that one as well. So that's on the list. But reading, reading, reading is something that I just enjoy doing and I love doing. Not just to say I just read on the first day of the new year and that's it. But I try to get something that, you know, challenges me and makes me, it's like reflection on myself and empowers me and, you know, encourages me to be a better person. Um, so that's why I choose certain books at that particular time of the year because you want to start the year off fresh and anew and all of that. So that makes sense. Kind of a tradition slash, I guess, not a resolution, but it's um, something that I like to do for myself. And it's about me, only me. I also, during the break, wasn't really Christmas related or New Year's related, but I know this was two weeks ago. Two movies on Netflix that was trending was Bird Box. Did you have a chance did you get a chance to watch no. it with Sandra Bullock and then the second one I think I saw I saw it but I haven't watched it was Black Mirror so Black Mirror previously it's a series it's yeah. a series but this one was so annoying so I thought it was it was interactive I said oh this is great and I love Black Mirror because it's sci-fi it's my thing it's British it's all of that but the remote or the show was not following my choices. So I was done with it after the first episode. <laughs> so apparently there's different endings and it's 314 minutes total. 
But I was so turned off by it. I need them to go back to the original Black Mirror where they had different episodes every, you know, each one was completely different, not a movie that's always evolving and changing yeah. and you're controlling it because if that's the future of television, I'm not for it. Well, I did see that. I saw Black Mirror Interactive and I'm going to be honest, I had zero interest because I tried to watch Black Mirror and I watched a couple of episodes, including I think the first one, which was like the prime minister having <gasps> sex with the pig. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous. And then because I'd heard there was so much hype, I so heard good. so many good that one things was weird. about the, the show. So then I was like, okay, I'll give it another chance. I watched another one. And it just, when they were on the bikes and, and living in boxes, and then they were on the bikes playing the games. Oh, yeah, but the there, there's some deep meaning. I was the so guy like. You need to watch the um, last season. The Love App one was crazy. I'll give one the, more, one more shot. The Love App. If it doesn't app. work. I'm done. Last season was probably the best. And then the, the grading one was the previous season before that. And they grade you on a system. So everything, how you create friends and things you get invited to, it was all on a scale. So you know when you have Uber and Lyft? So if I have a four point, I'm at a 4.89 on, I think, Uber. And I'm trying to understand why I'm not at a 4.9 or higher. But on this particular episode, everything is scored. I know a couple people who and that's need how to you work get, on their scores. And that's how you can get. So if you <laughs> are polite to people, they grade you. If you are mean to people, it's it's crazy. But that is our future. All of these episodes on Black Mirror, I think, are going to potentially be our future, Amber. So it's good to study and get um, up to date on it because you're going to see it soon. <laughs> Did you hear that? Did you hear that, friends? You're going to be graded. (laughs) And it'll determine whether or not you can come to... We're graded every day. Birthday parties. Um, I also painted some walls and redecorated, got rid of some things. So I had a very productive time, some time off. I think it was good that I didn't go on our trip. You know, that would have been a lot of travel back to back, which I can do. I can handle it. But... It gave me some time because I had already planned that week of not training anyone and having that whole week off. So it allowed me to have a lot of personal time, personal space, and just time for growth. Yeah, for me, I went into the office one day during that week and it was great because it was so quiet. I actually got to clean out my entire desk. Mm -hmm. I got rid of so many papers and then papers and things that needed to be filed I was able to clear out and so it's just things that have been sitting around like for months so I cleaned out all of my 2018 and now um yeah so I could start the new year nice and fresh and clean and it does really make a difference mentally being there so that was great and then it was also amazing because there was almost no traffic so I was actually able to get everywhere in LA in 30 minutes. Right. So that's something that I do miss <laughs> because of course everyone's back now and you know, they're back on the roads and I was like, "Oh, I had a couple of weeks of peace." So, I understand. I'm on the same boat. I have everything timed out. I know I have those 2 weeks and it's going to be smooth sailing. So if I'm running like 10 minutes behind, I'm still going to be early. 
but now I got to make sure I leave the house right exactly when I'm supposed to and don't fall off because there's that time three or two weeks before Christmas even comes. It's like between Thanksgiving, like maybe right at the end of Thanksgiving where things are so slowly starting to slow down. They do. Well, initially it gets a little bit more hectic because everyone's trying to clear out, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone's trying to like tie up loose ends and clear everything out. And then from there though, it's like trickling, you know, to a slow. Oh, the problems in LA that we have. I'm sure it's everywhere though, but. LA drama, LA problems, the stuff that we have to deal with. But that's, yeah, that's pretty much what I did. And I also purchased some new furniture because I mentioned it in a previous podcast. I'm going for a new look, going retro style. And it's exciting. It's worth it. Yeah. So just cleaning stuff out, bringing some new stuff in, watched purged on my um, lifetime. You know, I had to get that in, of course. And yeah, like I said, watch the trending stuff. And I mentally prepared myself for what January and February were going to bring because it's crunch time for my wedding. And so I knew that over those couple of days, it was going to be the only piece I was going to have for several months because after the wedding, then it's our busiest time of the year at work. So I'm pretty much not going to have any reprieve until the end of May. So I definitely wanted to make sure that I had some moments to myself to just be at home, you know, on my own, which I did get as well. And now I'm in the frenzy of trying to finalize all of the details for my bachelorette and my wedding and, you know, who's coming from where and, and getting everything She's done. frazzled. <laughs> She's trying to get it all in. And yeah, I couldn't go to her bachelorette party. No, I can't I'm go. sad. But I'll hear all about it. But again, I had to make, I had to be savvy on this one. And I feel like the girls that couldn't go, we can do something small here. But she'll tell us all about it on the next episode. Yeah, um, woohoo. It'll be fun and to hear about that and then the next thing you know it'll be the wedding i know it's coming so quickly so yeah that's that's what we did for our two weeks off not recording and our two-week holiday so now it's time for our me moments the first one for 2019 so my me moment this week actually starts as a me moment and ends as a we moment but my fiance and I we applied for our marriage license on New Year's Day so start way to start the new year off. great way to start the year but also it's like okay the reality is sinking in this is happening you know it's becoming more real and you know towards the end of last year you know I was starting to say like oh, this is my last Christmas as a, you know, having this last name and before I change it and, you know, kind of a a joke. And, you know, I always thought, I always, one, assumed I would change my name. And, you know, once I got married and, you know, I have my stepfather's name. So I didn't necessarily have the same connection to my last name as, you know, if it was my biological father that I grew up with and, you know, had that kind of relationship with. But I have to admit that when I'm like starting to look at the paperwork and like, okay, type in like what your name is going to be. I had a moment that I was like, 
I was like asking my fiance, I'm like, so are you sure you really want to keep your name? Why don't we just create a new name? (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, something that's like more of a joint, but there was a part of me that was really, you know, had some sort of feeling or a little bit of anxiety about losing the name that I've had, you know, which it really surprised me because I wasn't expecting it at all. And so... My me moment is just around one recognizing, you know, who I am as a woman. And I feel like it is very important. And, you know, everyone kind of has to make that choice for themselves. I know that changing my name is important to my fiance, but I also understand even more so why some women don't and, you know, why they hyphenate. My last name is is just, it's too long to do all of that. So that's not happening for us. If we're not going to make up some, you know, new name and like combine our names, then, then you know, I'm going... Is that going- really a thing, making up a new name? Couples do that? Well, I, I think it will become more. I think it's starting to become a thing and will become more of a thing. We're like, like the Brangelinas, like where you combine, you know, last names or something. And make it legal. Because I don't think yeah. Brangelina is legal, is it? No, but that's their first name. I'm talking about last name. Got it. Okay. <laughs> you sounded so serious about it. Like, you know, Brangelina. Oh, didn't know that was an actual thing. Okay. That's their first name. Yeah. Brad Brangelina. And I, know, I know, but you made it sound like, or maybe I just took it Angelina that Angelina Brangelina. I just took it that way. Like, wow, it's really serious. But I didn't know combining the two last names was even thought of and people are actually doing it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's as common now, but I think it could become more common in a place where women are just having a different view about, you know, who they are and what their name is and what it means. And so for me, I know that it's important to my fiance and I am, you know, willing to do it. But it was just really in that moment, it caught me a little bit off guard because I didn't ex- expect it. And, you know, at the end of the day, it is a we because, like I said, I know that it's important to him. And I'm still going to be me. I'm, you know, not changing anything about myself. Not everything is in, a, is in a name. Some things may be in a name, but not everything. So, yeah, so it's exciting also that we will be able to share a name. And when we start a family, our family will have the same name. And I think that's ultimately what's the most important. So that's my me slash we moment for the week. Beautiful me moment. Now my me moment is quite long. I guess it's a story. It's everything. And it has to do with, as I mentioned, we went to Nightingale. Nightingale. I don't know why I'm so, so prestigious. Night- Nightingale. <laughs> Club. And if you know me, for those who know me, I tend to put myself in situations where I get very passionate about people caring about unimportant things, such as superficial, materialistic, you know, just things that don't really matter in life. And I get really passionate when I hear something or someone's talking about money, being flashy, all of this, and I want to speak up about it. So here we are in this club. Sloan and I are in our own little world, and we happen to be in our own little world quite often. We have our own little party within a party. (laughs) It's just something that we do. It just naturally happens. So Sloan and I were talking. One of the security guards came up to Sloan and was asking him about his shoes, and then we got to talking about chess, and they were both very 
interested in chess, playing chess, the life of chess, just everything about it. And this girl from behind me was like next to me was just shouting out. This is from what I recall. It may not have happened this way, but was like, who is he? Who is he? And I said something like, you know, it doesn't really matter who he is. Like, why are we caring about that? And I guess I should go back and explain when we first got to the club setting. His friend did have a section, a table, you know, all of that. And you get walked in and you get sat to your certain area. Correct. Right. We chose not to. So we just stayed around where we wanted to be in our little section of our own, you know, just, I don't know where we were, but by like, I think the, um, the outside terrace area. And when people are coming in, they get pulled in by the, the wait, the waitress with the light and everyone feels like they're someone special VIP. But in reality, no one really is going to remember who you are. So I am very hypersensitive, just, just me and by nature, I'm just, totally aware of my surroundings. It's a blessing and a curse all the same. In this particular situation, it was, a, I guess, a blessing because I got to really observe how people behave and act and just watching them walk through like they were entitled to everyone around them. Like we were unimportant because we were not being walked to a VIP table. And I was just thankful that Sona and I chose not to go. We just didn't want to be a part of it, even though we had an option to go. And so going back to the story with the young lady. So as we're walking around, just doing our own thing and Sloan's talking to this guy and I'm thinking, I don't know much about chess. So I'm just listening. And this girl's just like, who is he? Who is he? And I was irritated by her and then pulling all these people thinking there's something special. And maybe you are. I don't care. So I had to say something like, who cares who he is? Like, why are we worried about that? And first, you're like, in my space. Get out of my space. And she's like, she said, I didn't say who he is. I said, what is he or something? It was just really stupid. And I said, no, I heard you say, who is he? It's like, I don't think we need to worry about who people are. And so I started getting this like philosophical talk with her and tried to talk with her. And she was young. I'm assuming she was 20 something. And here I am trying to have a serious conversation, which I tend to do a lot thinking people are my, you know, on my level. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's just go deep into this conversation right now. And she wasn't trying to have it. She didn't want to hear anything I was saying. And then all of a sudden it turned to like her insulting me, like the outfit I was wearing. Oh, you got that outfit uh, forever 21. And I said, so what if I did, you know, and here I am talking to this ignorant person going oh down gosh. to her level. And then she turns around and kicks up her shoe. And I said, wow, you have red bottoms. And she's like, yeah, bitch, I <laughs> have money or something. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, okay, bitch. Then why are you worried about who he is? <laughs> and that's finally, I just had to walk away and the point of the story, ladies, 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 and men too, your self-worth is not valued by who you know, what you're wearing, possessions, what you do for a living, um, your partner, your husband, if you're married to someone. That encounter right there with that young woman, and maybe she was older than me. I'm not sure what age she was, but it taught me a lesson. Even though I try and want to help those who I feel like are kind of lost and to put their focus on things that I feel are important and that in the world are really important, don't always want to hear it. And the lesson that I learned that night is just to stay in my lane. Like I don't have to just bite my tongue because everyone in that club was like, I want to be seen. I want to be seen and heard and heard and look at me, look at me. And that's what I got from her insulting me. Like that wasn't an insult. Like 
okay, if it was from Forever 21, I would have acknowledged that. And power to all you ladies out there who shop there and want to look good and you're on a budget or you just don't like to overspend. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't feel like you need to put someone else down, especially another female, another woman to make yourself feel better. And you're only making yourself appear, what's the word I'm looking for? Vapid. Huh? Unhappy. Unhappy. Like you, you're appearing unhappy by putting on this persona that you are happy. So yeah, and, and the quote I wanted to just share with you about that just spoke to me when I, it was, we're going into the new year. This shouldn't be that crazy. Like, come on. Nothing is to be gained by arguing with fools. Nothing can be gained by reasoning with ignorant people. And, you know, I caught myself. I made a mistake. I I went down to her level instead of staying up where I was on my level and lost control. And, you know, whatever she becomes, whatever happens in her life, maybe she'll gain some wisdom. Maybe she'll grow up and realize that, you know, red bottom shoes. If you got a fancy dress from, you know, Prada, I don't know if you have a Fendi purse, whatever the case may be. If you drive a Mercedes, a Bentley, whatever, don't use that as defining who you are. And don't use that to make anyone feel lower than you because life... Not just defining who you are, but defining other people by that. Yeah. She's defining other people who she doesn't even know Mm -hmm. based on what they don't have. So I made a mistake. I owned my mistake. And from that, I gained some perspective. So I'm in a way thankful for it. You know what I mean? And that's a good perspective to start the new year, I think. And of course, like growing up, I, I mean... Growing up here in LA, because I have been here for 13 years, and in a way, I have grown up in these LA streets, you know, Hollywood. Me too, girl. And I've seen it all, <laughs> and I've been a part of that. And the more and more I'm around it, I'm thankful I live here because I feel like I can, like I said, sprinkle a little bit of my Oregon ways or my inner Lena that's within me and sprinkle it onto people. And hopefully, they get a little taste of it, and it's kind of like a virus that's going to be infecting everyone around you know, a good virus you think of the walking dead and all of these things as bad <laughs> viruses well i've never heard of a virus being good but okay well let's <laughs> turn it around and make this virus a good thing and just changing everyone's viewpoint and because we don't want our future based on who you know what you can do for me how much you're getting paid what you do for a living materialistic things so i know i keep preaching here but that's it was a very it was a powerful moment and I just took from that and I just want all you ladies listening and all you gentlemen that happen to be listening that know your worth know who you are inside and don't try to don't assume you are better than anyone else because of what you have the material superficial things in the world amen so yes so that was the serious part of this conversation today we started it off with just what we did but i had to share a serious moment okay too on this first episode back so yeah there you have it guys and ladies everyone out there listening that was our first me monday episode me monday moment me moment episode of 2019 in the books and i've noticed that we i haven't told you we have so many people from other countries listening to us it's really 
crazy. Welcome. So yeah. now we're going to have to learn <laughs> more languages yeah. so we can greet. Argentina. I saw I mean, um, some. Hola. <laughs> I, I've got that one covered. People, um, Bienvenido. In the Caribbean. <laughs> we have, oh, was it China, Japan, India. Wow. Yeah, right? That's so, going to be a tough one. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll Africa. So, yeah. I'm, we I'm very happy to have yeah. you listening. So, thank you. And, again. You can find us on our website first, befitandme.com. You can also please follow us on Instagram at befitandme and uh, on Facebook, befitandme. And for each of those, it's just spelled out B-E-F-I-T-A-N-D-M-E. And then as we've said, we always welcome your feedback, your thoughts. So please feel free to email us or message us uh me at gmail.com yes we appreciate it all and we will talk next time we'll get the dish on amber's bachelorette crazy party. bachelorette no. <laughs> the wild side about me <laughs> yeah and excuse me again my mm-hmm. voice and all of the side sniffles and sniffles coughs, and coughs. <laughs> yes. so not professional and not polite. But anywho, I'm not always professional and I'm not always polite. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk next time. Bye. Bye. Toodles. Until next time, remember, stay sweet, stay sexy, stay sassy, but more importantly, be savvy. Oh, I think I got it all. Bye.